Welcome back to Process. Bill Crack had an excellent post over on our forums about his thoughts on chasing a perfect system and asked questions if there are ways to make a system that's just good enough. If you're like me, you can probably relate to Bill's struggles of seeing other people do cool stuff with productivity tools and software and feel like maybe your system isn't quite up to snuff. I'll post a link in the show notes to the discussion, and when you visit the forum, be sure to sign up and share your thoughts, community.effectiveremotework.com. So maybe you can relate to this struggle. Maybe you've seen someone else with a cool workflow or who is hyper-organized. Maybe your process feels inferior as a result of seeing their process, so you feel like you have to rethink yours. Or maybe you see a new tool that's cool like Obsidian, Notion, Roam, or Craft. And because all the cool kids and productivity nerds are trying it out, you feel like you're missing out by not using it. So FOMO and new shiny syndrome set in, and you're off trying some new application. At the core, if you're interested in productivity, more than likely you're interested in trying to find out the best way to do things. This is a good thing. Experimenting and trying new workflows and trying things that other people do is not a bad thing in and of themselves. But I think there are some mindsets and a culture of sorts in the productivity community that may be holding our own individual development back. A lot of this centers around the fact and this idea that someone else might have the perfect system. We're all in search of the perfect system. But in reality, with productivity, there is no perfect system. Everyone processes information and organizes things differently. Their brains function differently when it comes to it. And even if their brains are similar, their life situations are different. So as a result, a system for one person is not necessarily going to be the ideal system for another. Additionally, different is not always better, nor is new. There is that cliche that says the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And that's especially true for productivity systems. You might see something that looks cooler, is neater on the other side, or someone else is doing over here, but it might not be the best for you. Additionally, all this changing tools and doing stuff that maybe isn't fully focused on developing your own system, but maybe trying to implement other people's systems, is that there's a law of diminishing returns that applies to productivity as well. So when you're making all of these changes and seeking maximum efficiency, there is a point where the effort you're putting into it is more than the return that you are getting out of it. And probably the biggest problem that I've seen out of all of these is are you trying to solve a problem that you actually have? A lot of times we like to have all the structure and everything sorted out upfront in our productivity systems versus actually implementing real world use cases, meaning solving real problems in our own individual lives. When we're chasing a perfect system, when we're always just finding something new or different, when we're putting more time into our productivity system than we're actually getting work done, that's a problem. That's where chasing something perfect is not really the best approach. Now, I've only recently begun to pop out of this mindset myself of chasing a perfect system. I'd see a neat workflow and I'd want to try it, but in the process, I often blew up what was working for myself. I would see a new tool or see somebody doing something in a different task manager. I'd be like, man, it would be really cool to do that or to have that. It'd be really neat to have that experience that person is having using things or using Notion. But sometimes that wasn't always for me. And instead, I would forsake what was actually working for me in my system and then lose a whole bunch of momentum in doing so. I mean, I've been working with productivity systems for over 10 years. It was literally just this last year when I themed my year, the year of stabilization, where I finally settled myself down. But 2020 as well was the year of probably the most churn my productivity systems have seen to date. 
I mean, I tried so many different tools last year, but I did it on a mission. I did it on a mission to make sure that I was doing what worked for me. So if you're struggling with chasing perfection, here's a few tips that I've learned along the way for building a system that's good enough for now. First and foremost, start where you are now. I've talked about this a number of times on the podcast, but this is really the crux of building an effective productivity system that's good enough for you. You have to be honest with where you are right now at this moment, not trying to solve for potential problems six months down the road or even a week down the road, but at this very moment in time, what are you struggling with and why are you implementing some kind of a productivity system? Another way to approach starting where you are right now is just seeing what you have on the plate. Maybe do a getting things done minesweep or take a look at all the files or documents that you have and then try to get a big picture perspective on how you might be able to organize those things. Instead of trying to have a system that organizes stuff that you don't have to put in your system yet, try to figure out a system to organize what you have now. This leads into number two, which is to focus on solving your problem. We did a whole episode on how to solve problems in your productivity system using the rule of three. I'll put a link in the show notes to that. But essentially, you need to spend time focusing on problems that you're running into actively in your life. This can be a problem with your productivity system. This can be a problem that you're experiencing getting work done, maybe forgetting to do something in particular, and then you can devise a solution to that particular problem. First, it involves noticing what those problems are and then defining those problems and then getting into developing a solution for those problems. Again, if you wanna go a little deeper into that topic, check out that podcast episode. Third, experiment to find out what works. For a number of years, I spent a lot of time doing productivity experiments. I would pick something, say time blocking or the bullet journal, and I'd say, I'm gonna try this for a little bit and see how it works out for me. You can set an amount of time that you are looking to do this experiment, maybe look for a specific outcome. The reason why you're doing that experiment is especially important to define. And then be sure to check in with these experiments. Don't do too many at one time. Just pick one or maybe two that you're going to work on. Maybe do them in shorter intervals, like a week or a couple of weeks. And then at the end of that time, spend some time reflecting what went well, what didn't go well. When you're looking for experiments to do, it's totally okay to look to others for inspiration. But because their systems solve different problems than yours, don't look to them for the solution. Number four. Incorporate what works and throw out what doesn't. I think this is an especially important mindset to have when building productivity systems. You can experiment with solutions that other people give you. You can experiment with new things that you have come up with on your own. And then if it doesn't work, toss it out. But if it does, keep it in the system. It might be helpful to have some kind of a note or something in some place where you store things that lists out what works for you. Maybe you can say, hey, this thing worked really well for me. For example, when I experimented with the bullet journal a few years back, I realized that there were a few things with that mode of tracking tasks and working that worked really well for me. The daily log in there works really well for me. I really like having a journal that I'm just actively working in little bit by little bit throughout the day and throughout the week. But there were other things that did not work, such as project management, creating long-term lists, those items I had to throw out and find other solutions for those problems. Just like in getting things done, we're encouraged to relentlessly and ruthlessly delete projects that are not actually things that matter. Make sure to relentlessly remove 
things in your workflow that don't matter as well. Number five, be aware of the Pareto Principle and the Law of Diminishing Returns. If you're not familiar with it, the Pareto Principle basically states that 80% of your results comes from 20% of your effort, and the remaining 20% of those results comes from 80% of your effort. And there's a law of diminishing returns that applies to productivity as well, where the amount of effort you're putting into your system is greater than the amount of return or assistance to your work that's coming out of your system or resultant from your system. These two principles together kind of give you a perspective of how much time maybe you should be spending on your productivity system versus actually getting work done. This is really the key for me in trying to keep a system good enough. If something is working decently, meaning I've spent 20% of time on it and I'm getting 80% of the results that I want, it's probably at the point where I don't need to spend that much more time fiddling with it. Now, to be honest, there's a bunch of stuff in that extra 20% of results that takes 80% of your effort that you don't need. But there's also a bunch of stuff that you do. It's just a matter of time and experimentation to figure out where to spend that extra energy, to put that extra effort in to get those extra top-level results. Six, keep a focus on the work getting done. Your productivity system is a means to an end. It is not the end in and of itself. Essentially, your system is there to help you get work done. So if you're spending more time on your productivity system than you are actually getting work done, that's a problem. A lot of times I know I tend to focus on my productivity system when I am not necessarily wanting to get other work done. Maybe there's a challenging piece of work, but it's more fun or makes me feel better to tweak on my productivity system or check off a bunch of little tiny tasks. And that's when things start to get a little bit out of balance. So keep a focus on getting the work done and pay attention to if you're using your productivity system to procrastinate. Sometimes you may be adding things onto your productivity system, automating things that don't really bring a high level of return for you. Maybe you're procrastinating in doing that. Definitely not always the case, but it's something to keep in the back of your mind. Number seven, if it works for you, then your system is working. This is something I want to especially highlight in this episode. Everybody thinks about productivity differently. That's why there's almost a limitless landscape of productivity tools, systems, and approaches. Every single person thinks about productivity differently. Every single person processes information differently, and your life context is different as well. Now, if you've got a highly elaborate system inside of OmniFocus that works really well for you, it hides information when you don't need it and brings all the information that you do need just in time to the surface, awesome. But if you're somebody who has three text files on your computer that's full of to-dos and projects, if you've got a couple of big folders full of files, but you're still getting the work done and can find what you need, and you don't necessarily see the need to change it, then don't let someone else's workflow pressure you into feeling like you have to change yours. Productivity is a journey and it's highly personal and you've got to figure out what works for you. But constantly looking at other people's systems and looking at yours saying, ah, maybe mine's not quite good enough is not really the best approach. So if you start where you are right now and focus on solving your problems, experiment to find out what works, then incorporate what does work, Limit the amount of time that you're focusing on your productivity system and instead keeping a focus on the work getting done, you're going to be set in a much better place than trying to chase a perfect system. I really hope this episode has helped you kind of work through some of the mindset that I have had towards building a system that's good enough for me. 
If this is something that you're struggling in, I would love to hear from you. Again, check out the topic in the show notes where Bill shared this idea initially. Sign up and share your thoughts about it as well. Now, my name is Justin with Effective Remote Work. Thanks for listening to Process, and I will talk to you in the next episode.